What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, the forecast in Buffalo is calling for more than seven feet of snow this week. And Tony Kornheiser, more than seven feet. I call that the Wembenyama, because he's about 7'5", isn't he? You know, Mike, when I went At to least. school in Binghamton, we got a lot of snow, but we didn't get anywhere near Buffalo snow or Rochester snow. We're about 100 miles away, maybe a little bit more. I've they been there for the four feet, Lake tall, but not seven. Man, seven. Come That's on now. truly a lot. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, a quarterback question for Washington, an Australian visa for Novak Djokovic, and a big block by Jimmy Butler. But we begin today with the Philadelphia Eagles losing last night to Washington 32-21, to thus wiping out the last unbeaten record in the NFL. The game was marred, some would say, by a no-call on an obvious face mask and a roughing the passer call on a deliberate kneel-down that clinched the game. That said, the Eagles were sloppy, and they turned the ball over four times. Wilbon, does your WPI still have the Eagles the number one team in the league? Tony, it may. I mean, I got some confusion. I've got uncertainty for this moment's WPI because everybody's got a loss. I mean, the Cowboys just lost in Green Bay this week. They're not going to ascend with those three losses they have on the season higher than Philadelphia for me. Buffalo just lost. Kansas City's got a couple. So I don't know. I I might keep Philly there. It's like a college poll. When you have Alabama or somebody lose at the end of the season, you say, wait a minute. Everybody's got a loss. Everybody's got two. They don't have one. It might still have Philly there. Tone, the Washington team, by whatever name, I thought they were – I was shocked at how good they were, how they controlled the ball, how they ran an old-fashioned style. You and I have sat through some great games on that plot of land. I mean, body bag games where people got carried off. And this reminded me of that, Tone. I thought Washington was superior. They controlled – the action, though Philly could have won, Washington controlled the action in that game. I thought they were smart and resourceful and beat Philly to the punch, stood toe-to-toe with them in the yeah. ring and hit them in the mouth. And Philly backed down yeah. a little bit. So wow for that game. Washington, but I still may have them at number one. Washington should never have been an 11-point underdog. It is yeah. a division game. It's a nationally televised game. Have we learned nothing It's not an 11-point game. All right, let me get to this. I never had Philadelphia number one, never all year, and I don't have them number one now. I had Buffalo all year, but the losses to the Jets and the Vikings have knocked them off the perch for me. It's a fluid situation, Mike. We're halfway through the season with no apparent number one team, no apparent number one team. So if you ask me today, right now, this minute, which team I think might be the number one team, and you can tell me. If you tell me Tua is healthy, I'll tell you right now this minute it might be Miami. But if you ask me, oh, project three weeks down the road into December, then my answer might surprise you. Because by then I think it'll be San Francisco. I think they have the outline of a superior team at this point. And I don't, let me say this also. I don't want to knock the Eagles. They're a quality team. Jalen Hurts is having a quality year. But if you have three turnovers in eight games and four and one, you're going to lose. And if I could just quickly go to those two calls, Mike, if you're going to review a call for a fumble and you see a face mask, you got to call it. You have to call it. And the other one, when Heineke went down and gave up, 
You can't knock into him. I'm sorry, you may think it's cheesy. You cannot knock into him. You yeah, I'm okay with the second one, Tom, but like you, once you go to replay, you don't stop for face masks, but once you're it. there, you got to be able to call that. Yeah. They got holes. There's no question. Yeah. But, Tony, you just said this. If you got three turnovers all season and four last night, it's just a bad game. And you can have a bad game yeah, against a division opponent. And the people who were saying it was a trap game, shut up. You don't have trap games in the NFC East against your division opponents. There's no trap games in division. Stop it. Learn something over the time. Man, get me angry. Washington quarterback Taylor Heineke wasn't great, but he was good enough to get the win. Heineke is now 3-1 and one as the start of this season. Carson Wentz is 2-4, and four, but reportedly close to returning from a broken finger. Please, Tony, should Ron Rivera stick with the guy they weren't satisfied with last season over the guy they traded for to replace him? Heineke should be the starter 100%. There's yep. no doubt in my mind. I'm not, I'm not you. I don't hate Carson Wentz like you do. I don't want this to be a slap <laughs> at Carson Wentz. But I have watched that team for a lot of years. And it is obvious, if you watch that team, that the players would rather play with Heineke. Is Heineke a great quarterback? By no means. He's 10-10 and 10 as a starter. But Wentz isn't a great quarterback either. I mean, Wentz showed he was a great quarterback in his final season in Philadelphia and last year in Indianapolis. And Wentz's record as a starter, Mike, in his last 35 games is 14-20-1. Look, let me make this point. This is not Dallas where everybody concedes that Dak Prescott is better than Cooper Rush, even though Cooper Rush went 3-1, and one, though, honestly, the way Prescott played against Green Bay, you might want to rethink that. But Wentz is not clearly superior to Heineke. I mean, he's not. If you pay money for Wentz, you're paying it for what used to be potential, and you're buying old photos out of an old album. You know, Heineke, Heineke has an it factor right now that Wentz doesn't have. And again, the players want to play for him. He's the guy who should be the starter. Heineke, let's get this straight. This is easy. Heineke is superior to Wentz in that locker room. You listen to what the players say, not the media. Listen to what the players say about Heineke and how they love to play with him. They don't say that about Wentz. By the way, Heineke's record is like nine and well, ten and nine now as a starter for the Washington team under whatever name he's probably played under all okay. three of them. But, Tone, the rest of the quarterbacks, the other 10, they've got like a 33% win percentage over that same time that Heineke's 10 and 9. So stop. Ron Rivera will have all this subterfuge, and this is what coaches do, and they think it's going to throw somebody off. It's not throwing off Jack. Heineke is the only quarterback that should line up under center if healthy next week for the Washington football franchise. Not Wentz. I mean, stop it. Some of this stuff I, I gets agree. to be just silly, I agree. silliness. That 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 Wensylvania stuff is very old. Stop. I please. mean, it, it, it's it's just old. They need him in case Heineke falters, yes, but Heineke deserves what he is. to be the starter. It's a it's a Damon Runyon story. The kid was taking math classes at Old Dominion. Were people when they, watching when they the game the last team. night? They paying attention? Pay attention, people. Some of these things ain't that hard. Let's move to not tennis. everything is difficult. We'll move to tennis and the news that apparently Novak Djokovic will not be barred from entering Australia and playing in the Aussie Open for three years, as his original deportation stated. Australia will now allow Djokovic, Djokovic, sorry, to apply for a visa like any other tennis player. Currently, Djokovic trails Rafael Nadal in Majors 1, 22 to 21. 
So, Wilbon, how significant is this development for Djokovic? Tony, I guess on a 1 to 10 scale, I'm going to say a 6 to 7 for, for Djokovic. You know what's interesting? Nadal, as these guys get older, the great Rafael Nadal, maybe the greatest of all time, maybe. Nadal has lost four straight times because they're older now, and there's a posse of young players, both on the men's and women's side, who are coming. There's a reason, even that Serena Williams, as great as she's been at 40, can't stay away from that posse on the women's side. It's going to be the same thing. I mean, you know, Federer's gone, and Nadal and Joker are trying to, you know, position themselves to have the greatest number of majors and go out statistically as the GOAT. We don't really know that can be up for debate. But I'm not going to say it's a 10-tone. Do I believe he can win a couple of Aussie Opens? Yes, I do. Might he win three more majors or four more majors? He might, but he might not. As I look again at Nadal losing four straight times, which is the only time Nadal has had that happen, the, only the second time in his career. I'm sure the first time must have been really, really early. So, Tone, it's not the end-all, be-all that he's going to be able to come back and play. I don't know what you mean by Nadal losing four straight times, because Nadal won the Australian Open this year, and Nadal won no, the No, 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 I'm talking about he? matches now. And then he I'm had... talking about everything now, not Australian oh, oh, Opens. Okay, 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 I'm only paying attention to majors. Look, yeah. I think this completely changes the math. Because Djokovic has won the Australian Open nine times. The Australian for Djokovic is what the French is for Nadal. When Djokovic clearly lied on his visa application and got tossed out of the country, allegedly for three years, I thought he might catch Nadal at some point, but he wouldn't pass him. Now with the opportunity to play in a couple of more Australian Opens, I'm going to take the over on this. And there's another reason, too. Nadal's body is clearly breaking down. Yeah. Uh, he could not get into the, you know, he had to pass on the semifinals at Wimbledon. He got beat in the fourth round at the U.S. Open, I believe, by Francis Tiafoe. That was a major upset. And although Djokovic is only one year younger than him, he hasn't had those physical problems, Mike. And so it, to me, it's sort of like Justin Verlander after Tommy John. He's fresh. Djokovic is fresh. He can come in there and win three or four of these things. How many more do you have Joker How many more do you think he can win, Tom? How many more do you think Joker can win? I think he can win three or four. Three or four. I think he can win three or four majors. Let's take a break. Coming up, Justin Jefferson may have had the best catch ever, but would you rather have Jamar Chase? And should we expect more out of John Shire's Duke team tonight or Norm Roberts' Kansas team? Yes, Norm Roberts, interim, placeholder, toss-up, is next. Guys are getting uh, you old, know, I don't Tony. love Djokovic at all, but I think that I think he's going to get the number. I think yeah. it's going to be him. Pardon the interruption is presented by Crown Royal. Live generously, and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Crown Royal, part of Happy Hour. Time for toss-up. Two men enter, one man leaves, finishes the show, then practices his dance moves in front of the bathroom mirror. Not with Please. his sciatica, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. What's first? Toss-up. Which wide receiver would you rather have? Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase? So let's establish right away they played together on LSU. They Amazing. played together on LSU. Right, and that's why Joe Burrow, who could throw to them, that's why in Joe Burrow's last year there, they were 15-0. They won the national championship. Burrow won the Heisman. He had 60 touchdown passes and yeah. just six interceptions, 60 and 38 to them. Okay. So I am influenced most recently by watching Jefferson play on Sunday against Buffalo when he was amazing. But overall, I will take Chase, and this is why. I think that Burrow is better than Kirk Cousins. And at the same age as his receiver, I think Burrow to Chase could be one of the great duos of all time. But, Mike, if you said to me, oh, no, 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 one pass, one pass, then I'm going to take Jefferson because that catch was unbelievable. The last time you said that, it's like the last time I said that, and a guy we said it about was wearing 80 in the crimson, and that would be Jerry F. Rice, okay? I mean, you know, look, Chase is great, and I may change my mind in two years. I may say Chase in two years, but today, Tony, first of all, Jefferson's off to the greatest, like, three-year start any receiver's ever had statistically, so there's that. But I don't even need to see the numbers. You look at him, the catches he makes – they're just amazing. Yeah. He's more acrobatic. I don't know that Rice had to do that playing with Montana and then Steve Young. But, I mean, to put anybody in a sentence, we talked about this consecutive days now, yesterday too, in relation to the game itself against Buffalo. Jefferson is just Chris Carter, Jerry Rice, Chris Carter to me. And then Randy Moss. Okay, so those are the three, you know. After that, I mean, Jefferson is with them. Chase may get there, too. Maybe they're real soon. Maybe by Sunday. Who knows? Next. Toss-up. Who do you expect more from tonight? Number seven, Duke, or number six, Kansas? So this is a very odd game. Mike Krzyzewski is not coaching Duke anymore. He has retired. Bill Self is not coaching Kansas for this game. He's on a suspension for something, you know, some sort of cheating thing that happened years back. You can't cheat anymore because there are no rules anymore. years ago. Yeah, it it doesn't happen anymore. So the Hall of Fame guys are not going to be on the benches, all right? John Shire will be there for Duke, and Norm Roberts will be there for Kansas. Who do I think is – I have no idea who's going to win, none whatsoever. Duke has a lot of freshmen. Kansas, I guess, has a couple of people back from a national championship team. But I think a win would mean more to Shire. Shire is in that – Marcus Freeman position. 
taking over for a great coach, a lot of spotlight on him, young guy, can he win? Norm Roberts is an old hand. I mean, he has been with Bill Self at three or four different stops. When Bill Self comes back, Norm Roberts moves one seat down. Shire is staying in that seat. He's there all year. I think it would yeah. mean more to him if he won that game. We agree up with that, Tony. It's much more difficult than the kid at Notre Dame. Tony, this is like, was it Bartow or Cunningham who first had to replace Wooden? That's what we're Bartow, talking about. I That's what we're talking about. We're talking replacing Mike Krzyzewski? I mean, there's, there's no equal to replacing Wooden. There isn't. But this is the closest thing we have in modern college basketball. Yes. This is so, yes. so so difficult. And I must admit, I, it's kind of cool to see a second Chicago guy, because that's what Mike Krzyzewski is, attempt to lead Duke and keep Duke in the promised land. That's what Shire is as well. So I'm sort of, you know, I got an interest oh. there, but this is impossible. Yeah. Who wants to replace Krzyzewski? Like, you'd like to be the guy after the guy to replace After Krzyzewski. the guy. Unless the, be the job's available the now. That'll wrap take- up, toss up. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Rams get some bad news about Cooper Cup. And is Rory McIlroy right that it's time for Greg Norman to get the hell off the stage? Get out of here, Greg. I, Come on, Shark. I keep reading that that's going to happen. I have read in a number of places I know, that me Greg too. Norman we will be We keep waiting out. for it. Yeah. Well, he's well, not he out yet. He will have made a lot of money. Not out. He will have made a lot Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. And the interruption is presented by Crown Royal. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 75th birthday, Bobby Dandridge. History lesson, kids. Dandridge was a 6'6", 195-pound small forward who was drafted in the fourth round out of Norfolk State by the expansion Milwaukee Bucks. Played eight seasons in Milwaukee, won a championship there in 1971 on a team with the then Luau Cinder and Oscar Robertson. Dandridge was the third leading scorer, averaging 18.4 a game. Signed as a free agent with the Washington Bullets and was the second leading scorer at 19.3 a game behind Elvin Hayes on the Bullets' first and only championship team in 1978. The core of that team was Hayes, Dandridge, the great Wes Unseld, Kevin Grevy, and Mitch Kupchak. Last year, Dandridge was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. 
Tony, Bobby D, the sweet shooting Bobby D. I know you would love this. At the Wizards games, even now, on the baseline as you get near the locker room and walk out of the building, sitting there or standing there is the great Bobby Dandridge, who looks 20 years younger than we know him to be. We both love him. And it's just great to stand there some nights and talk about the old days with Bobby Dandridge. I mean, we don't have Wes Unsealed to do that with anymore, but we do have Bobby. No, we don't. Happy anniversary, Justin Verlander. On this day 11 years ago, Verlander, then the ace of the Detroit Tigers, was named the American League Cy Young Award winner shortly before also being named the AL MVP. Tomorrow at 6 p.m., the Cy Young winners for this year will be announced, and Verlander should get his third Cy. This season, Verlander was 18-4. He led the majors with a 175 ERA, led the American League in wins, and had 185 strikeouts for a world championship team. Plus, he got his first World Series win to go along with his second ring. Verlander will turn 40, and he's free agent. His comeback from Tommy John's surgery was remarkable. Wilbon, where do you think he'll end up? Tone, it just seems like one of the big spenders that also has big goals that are close enough to them for Verlander to make a massive difference. I hope he trades, you know, his jersey now for the blue pinstripes of Chicago, but that ship may sink. Happy trails to Devin Booker's game winner. Miami was leading Phoenix 113 to 112 last night with almost no time left when Devin Booker rose up for the jumper that would win the game. Except Jimmy Butler rose up right with him and blocked Booker's shot. Booker got the ball back and threw up another shot, had no real chance. Butler's block was the decisive act, and it completed Miami's 13-point fourth quarter comeback. With 8.03 to go, Miami outscored Phoenix 24 to 10. Wilbon, your head must be exploding because you love Book and you love Butler. I do, Tone. You know, these are two of my, if I list my five favorite players in the NBA, those are two of them, okay, and have been. And this is why Jimmy Butler is talked about as being a great two-way player. No, he's not going to average 30 for you, but he's going to do things to win games. He and Booker both do that. Yes, I love them both. So that was that was incredible to watch. Made me happy because you love them both, and one of them took gas on that one. And you <laughs> well, so it has to omissions. Happen. Anthony Rizzo. It could have gone the other way. It felt the same way. Anthony Rizzo agreed to a two-year, forty million dollar deal with the Yankees, and former Dodgers lefty Tyler Anderson. Signed wow. with the Angels for three years and $39 million. There's money floating Angels. around there, kids. When you decide what to do for a living, there's money floating around there. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. Rams wide receiver Cooper Cup is having ankle surgery. He is likely to miss four to eight weeks. Your Ooh. thoughts? 75 catches, six touchdowns this year. They got the phone number for Odell Beckham, right? They can find him right about now. Julio Rodriguez, of course, is the AL Rookie of the Year. Michael Harris won it in the NL. You okay with that? I watch Michael Harris a lot because I watch that division. He's a great center fielder, great defensive center fielder. He batted 297. I'm good with that, and everybody's good with the other one. The Warriors sent James Wiseman to the G League. Really? Does that make sense? Yeah, Tom, the youngins, they need some help getting there because they're not getting there. The starting five on Golden State is what you think they are. The reserves, including Wiseman, they 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 got they got to get some help. Rory McIlroy says Greg Norman needs to exit stage left. You good with that? Well, he hates the PGA Tour so much that he's been poisonous, but he sure signed a bunch of good players to the Saudi Tour. Last one, midweek matching: Bowling Green at Toledo and Ohio at Ball State. Give us two winners quickly. 
Well, I got Ball State's Vaughn Vaughn Pemberton, who's a player and a family friend, so I'm rooting for him and them, Tone, rooting for Ball State. Out Out of time, try and do better the next time. Tracy Callahan, beautiful job. Thanks so much. I'm Mike Wilbon, same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. I'm going to speak for Tony and everyone here, saying our hearts and prayers with everyone in Charlottesville, the University of Virginia. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.